This is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie at CatholicFoodie.com, and you're listening to episode 191 of the Catholic Foodie, Greek Fest New Orleans 2014. Welcome, folks, to the Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. I'm your host, Jeff Young, and today we are talking Greek Fest. Why? Because today it kicks off Memorial Day weekend every year. This is the 41st annual Greek Festival in New Orleans. And I never miss it. <laughs> At least uh, for the last 14, 15, 16 years, I think of what may have only missed once. I love the Greek Fest for many reasons. I'm going to tell you about that soon. But this is exciting. Not only is this the fir- uh, 41st annual Greek Fest, we have two other things that make this particularly special this year. And uh, I can't wait to tell you all about it right here at the Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. That's right, so stay tuned, folks, so you can hear what is so special about the Greek Fest this year. And not only am I going to tell you that, but we also have one of the organizers, principal organizers of the Greek Fest, uh, who is going to join us on the show in just a little bit. I'm talking about Ginny Zysis. Now, one of the reasons why this year in particular is extra special when it comes to the Greek Fest in New Orleans is the fact that the Greek Orthodox Church in New Orleans is celebrating 150 years. Something you probably don't know, a lot of folks that I have talked to did not know, but the, uh, the, 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 the Greek Orthodox Cathedral in New Orleans is the oldest church, Orthodox church community in the United States. That's amazing when you think about it. In New Orleans, it started for them, and in the United States, it started in New Orleans. So they celebrate 150 years this year. Uh, They were founded, that church was founded in uh, 1864. And I'm talking about the Holy Trinity Greek Orthodox Church, and it was the first Greek Orthodox Church in the Americas. It's pretty amazing. But something else is happening right now. That is uh, that is special, and that makes for us, for me at least, Greek Fest this year even extra special. And that, my friends, is the fact that uh, at this this very weekend, Pope Francis is in the Holy Land, meeting with the Orthodox Patriarch in Jerusalem, and I think that's just uh, incredibly, incredibly fascinating. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that uh, in the show. You know, it, it's interesting because Catholics and Orthodox, we're, we're, we're basically the same, essentially the same, right? The, the split between the East and the West took place in 1054 AD, and not really because of theology or issues with theology. I think, of course, there were um, differences of opinion theologically uh, for centuries, Uh Early church, if you read early church fathers, if you look at some of the the very early councils, you see that there was a lot of bickering back and forth about certain theological points. Um, There was not full agreement on certain issues of of theology for the first few hundred years of the church, or several hundred, actually. Um, but, But there was no division. As a matter of fact, there was once or twice, I think it was in the 700s, 800s, there was a split. But it, it was it was remedied. It was fixed uh, shortly thereafter, because unity was such an important thing. It wasn't until 1054 that the theological differences, uh, coupled with probably some pretty strong personalities, and 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 uh, maybe bad manners. 
is what resulted in this split between the East and the West. And uh, from 1054 until um, Martin Luther came along, which was, uh, if I have my, my dates right, around the 1500s, somewhere in that area, there was still just two churches, two Christian churches, the the Orthodox and, and the, the Roman Catholic. And uh, of course, you have different rites within each of those churches. Like within the Catholic Church, I believe that there are 24, maybe 26 different rites, uh, R-I-T-E-S, and these are culturally based, uh, geographically and culturally based, like um, there's a, a Coptic rite, which is in, in Egypt. Uh, there's the the, uh, the the Maronites and and Melkites, which are in Lebanon. Uh, there's, a, there's a Syriac church, uh, a rite, which is in Syria. So you have these different rites. Byzantine, you may have heard of Byzantine, that's a more common uh, rite. But you have all these different rites that are still part, they're still Catholic. They're still part of the Catholic Church. And we, in the the West here, in the United States and in Western Europe, we're very much accustomed to just the Latin rite, the Roman, the typical Roman Catholic experience, right? It's the Latin rite of the Church. That's what I was baptized into. That is what my experience is for the most part. I've been very privileged over the years to have experienced the Byzantine liturgies, the um, the Maronites in particular, and the the, the Melkite uh, liturgy as well. And so I see the beauty of these other other uh, rites, but we're all the same. And the same thing was uh, was the case from 1054 uh, up until Martin Luther came along in the, the 1500s, where you you eventually had this major break in, in the church. And uh, it has since then splintered into like, countless denominations, you know. Uh, but for the most part, uh, East and West, Catholic and Orthodox, we are v- there are very, very, very few things that uh, separate us. Very few things that separate us. And it's something that uh, the popes uh, and, and, the, and some of the patriarchs in the East have, have been working towards, trying to uh, bridge that gap, trying to mend the break. And it's something that, I, I mean, I, I certainly hope and pray that I'll see in my lifetime. Uh, it's amazing because today uh, or this uh, this weekend, Pope Francis is meeting with the patriarch in Jerusalem. It's the first time that uh, that the Pope and and a major patriarch like this in 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 the Orthodox Church have met. It's been fifty years. The last uh, the last meeting was between the patriarch and uh, Pope Paul the sixth in Jerusalem fifty years ago. So this is a, a, a monumental time. It, it's a, it's a it's an amazing time. I think prior to that meeting with Pope uh, Pope Paul VI, it had been like I don't know four or five hundred years since uh, since there was a meeting like this. Uh, so it is. This is epic. This is monumental. This is very important, and uh, it just happens to coincide with Greek Fest this year. So I personally plan to be at Greek Fest celebrating with. Uh, even even more uh, than, than usual, right? The uh, the culture and the the music and the food, the cuisine uh, from Greece, which is so similar to the the Lebanese and the Middle Eastern uh, cuisine, right? It's right there on the Mediterranean uh, Sea, and so they share a lot of the same foods, the basic foods and staples, and 
and the cuisines are so similar, and the, the music is very similar, and uh, it's just a beautiful thing. We do have uh, Ginny Zeisis, who will be joining us uh, shortly on the show to talk about some of the particulars of Greek Fest, but I wanted to um, maybe just tell you a few things right now. It starts uh, this evening. This is Friday. Today is Friday the 23rd, May 23rd. It starts this evening at 5 o'clock and goes to 11. Tomorrow it resumes at 11 o'clock in the morning and goes to 11 p.m. And then on Sunday from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. This is on, if you're in the New Orleans area or Baton Rouge or anywhere close by, the the, the Greek Orthodox Church, Holy Trinity uh, Greek Orthodox Cathedral is uh, on Robert E. Lee Boulevard. It's kind of uh, where Robert E. Lee and I think his canal meet, um, right there at that tip of Bayou St. John. Beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about being there. And and one of the things, of course, I'm the Catholic foodie, right? So the, one of the things that I love a lot about the Greek Fest is the food. And let's talk a little bit about the food. You know, they have uh, 150 whole lambs that they roast on spits. They've got, uh, at least in the past, they've had four spits going at a time. And so you have these whole lambs on the spit roasting. It is a sight to see, and it is a scent to smell. Oh, they just smell so good roasting right there on an open charcoal fire. Uh, it's just, um, it's, it's, it's a thing of beauty. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a thing of beauty. And they sell the lamb. You can buy the lamb um, by the pound. They, they tend to they cut that uh, and, and package it for you in, in a styrofoam container, uh, along with some lemon and I believe some pita bread. But it's just that's one of the things we love. It's just it's pure and simple. It's just lamb, grilled lamb, or roasted lamb, I'm sorry. And, and just so good. But in addition to that, you know, you also have the gyros, uh, the gyros sandwich uh, with the tzatziki sauce. Uh, on a warm pita, uh, served on a warm pita. You have that. Um, they have souvlaki. Uh, you can get uh, pork or chicken souvlaki, and that's also served on pita. And uh, they have, <laughs> which is really funny because they started this just a few years ago, and it really caught on. People loved it. They have goat burgers. And so this, you know, what is that? It's it's, it's a hamburger, but it's made with goat, right? Uh, very good. It's it's hamburgers the Greek way they say, and very very good, uh, very tasty, very tasty. Uh, they also have a, a, a traditional Greek dinner. They have this uh, every year, where, where if you wanted to get a sample of typical Greek cuisine, instead of getting one of these sandwiches or or just the whole lamb, you can go and and um, and they have this on the in the inside. You go and pay for it and get your little uh, box uh, to go, and they have. Uh, Teropoda, Spanakopita, Pastizio, meatballs, uh, and a Greek salad. They also have the dolma, which are the stuffed grape leaves. And uh, they also have a vegetarian plate that's available, and that's uh, also served with the Spanakopita, the Teropoda. And also, you get rice-stuffed uh, dolmades, or, or, or grape leaves, uh, with that. Very good. One of the things that my family, my, my kids and my wife look forward to every year is the fried calamari because they, it's battered, right? It's lightly battered, fried calamari, and it's topped with feta cheese, crumbled feta cheese, and a squeeze of lemon. And I'm not a big fan of calamari. I eat it, but it's not something I got, you know, ooh and eye over. It's just, it's it's there. It's it's good. It's just not my favorite. They love it, and they go crazy over it, and we end up ordering several of those over the course of the weekend. And then they also have feta fries. So if you're not into calamari, but you like French fries, why don't you try some of these feta fries? You get 
french fries with um, crumbled uh, feta cheese on top. And uh, that is really, really good too. Greek salad, always get a Greek salad. I, lo- I love the Greek salad. Uh, you got feta cheese, olive tomatoes, cucumbers, special greens, and a Greek vinaigrette dressing. And it also comes with rice stuffed dolmades. Now, I don't know if you really want to get into the desserts because the desserts are out of this world. Uh, of course, you have the standard, right? What is the, the mother of all Greek desserts is the uh, baklava, right? Baklava. Well, you can get a baklava sundae, which is sort of like a baklava with a soft serve ice cream on top. It's, you know, a little uh, crazy, but uh, but very, very good. And of course, you have the 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 pastries that all these traditional pastries some of the names I can't even begin to pronounce uh, but you can go through there as twenty different traditional homemade all homemade Greek pastries including the baklava and all these other ones that I can't pronounce and uh, they're just to die for right and you can go and you can buy a box and you get to fill the box up with a certain number I can't remember if it's like 20 or whatever it is but you can you can buy them in bulk and I know I see people I watch them at the Greek fest every year buy the box they buy the pastries buy the box and sometimes several boxes and they end up taking them home and freezing them and then they have Greek pastries to feast on for weeks or months to come and so that's a, a pretty good idea they also have a uh, a grocery there, and, and this is one of my favorite things because, of course, I, I love to cook. I love good food. I love to eat good food out, but I love to cook. I really love to cook. And so, you know, you can go to the Greek uh, market, and they have uh, some things there that it's just it's special. It's different. It's unique. They have a homemade or handmade uh, um, pita bread that you can buy. And they also have cheeses that are homemade cheeses, like feta cheese. They have other types of, uh, of of cheese that you can buy in bulk. And so it's cheaper to get it there. Usually we'll buy cheese and, and buy a lot of it. And, and we use that over, you know, as long as it stays good, uh, over, over a matter of a few weeks, a couple of weeks, um, just keep it in the fridge. And we love feta. And so we'll, we'll buy a big block of feta and just make a bunch of salads. And so really, really good. Um, and what else? What else can I tell you about? Oh, they have all these uh, Greek olives you can get, these Kalamata olives, which of course come from Greece. They have uh, wines that are imported uh, from Greece. So you have these Greek wines that are that are really good. I've, I've enjoyed them uh, over the past years. And, you know, they've got Greek cookbooks if you want to learn how to make some uh, Greek cuisine. You've got um, lots of spices and seasonings. We like to stock up on... Um, Certain seasoning blends because they'll they'll take the oregano and the rosemary and the uh, red uh, red chili pepper flakes, uh, crushed chili pepper flakes, and uh, black peppercorns, and they take all these things and they mix it into uh, well a, a mix, a spice blend that you can buy. It's very inexpensive. It's like a dollar a bag or something like that, or fifty cents a bag. And so I usually buy a ton of those and just store them in a paper bag in the freezer so I can pull from that all year long. And use it to season uh, roasted chickens. I like to roast chickens. I'll season it with that. Or other dishes that I make, I'll I'll use that particular seasoning blend um, for it. And it's just called Greek seasoning. Imagine that. So that's some of the really good stuff. Uh, One of the the treats every year is the tour, being able to go into the brewery, into the, I'm saying brewery. I must have beer on the brain. I'm sorry. Not the brewery, the the church. (laughs) 
to go into the church uh, for a tour. And I guess I'm thinking brewery because, you know, a lot of times the breweries will have tours that you can go on. But uh, the church will have beautiful cathedral, by the way. And of course, you know, the Eastern churches have these icons and they have an iconostasis in the church, which is just, it's just gorgeous. And so it, it, it really calls out to you, I think, and, and beckons you to pray and to, to see the, the holy in life and just to, to realize that there's a whole other dimension uh, to life, which is that spiritual dimension, the heavenly realm. And it kind of calls us to, to pay attention to that. And uh, so I really love the, uh, the, the opportunity to go into the, the cathedral. Uh, there's a tour. They do prayer services, like we have morning prayer, evening prayer. They'll do that. They'll have evening prayer in the evening. And um, it's just a, a, a joy, a delight. And this past Easter, and you may have heard me mention this uh, on the show, this past Easter, you know, the, the Eastern Church and the Western Church, we figure the date for Easter every year, which is the lunar feast. It's based on the, the lunar cycle. We figure that differently. So for, for most years, we're not celebrating Easter the same day. Uh, it's always off by a week or so. And um, as it turns out this past year, which oddly enough was my first trip to the Holy Land and and also uh, Pope Francis is in the Holy Land now, and um, I'm looking forward to my next trip to the Holy Land coming up uh, in, in February, and there's more, you'll hear more about that soon. Uh, you have all this together, and, and it, it was just amazing to me that this year, the way that the stars lined up, the way that the moon worked, um, we celebrated Easter at the same time, which meant that we were celebrating the resurrection. The church overall, the whole church, was celebrating the resurrection of Jesus with both lungs, right, at the same time. It's a, a phrase that I believe Pope John Paul II, St. Pope John Paul II, or Pope St. John Paul II had said, he talked about uh, the necessity, the, 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 the unity that we need to work for with East and West, because we really want to praise the Lord to breathe. The church needs to breathe with both lungs, East and West. And so this year, uh, for the first time in a while, we celebrated Easter at the same time. I think that's beautiful. So that is a little bit about what we're going to be talking about on the show today. I'm going to uh, take a break here in a moment and and play a little uh, public service announcement for you. And then after that, we're going to get into the show and uh, sit back, relax, enjoy, and bon appetit. Hi, this is Jeff Young, the Catholic foodie, and I want to invite you to join me on a food and faith pilgrimage to the Holy Land organized by Select International Tours from February 26th to March 8th, 2015. On this pilgrimage, we'll be exploring many of the sites that a feature in my soon-to-be-released cookbook published by Liguori Publications. The name of the book is Around the Table with the Catholic Foodie Middle Eastern Cuisine, and it is scheduled to be released November 1st. The first 10 people to sign up for this pilgrimage will receive a free autographed copy of the cookbook. On this journey to Israel, we will explore Bethlehem, Cana, Nazareth, Jerusalem, Jericho, Ein Karim and Emmaus. We will celebrate Mass on the Mount of Beatitudes and sail on the Sea of Galilee. We will visit Jesus' tomb, the place where he was buried and where he rose from the dead. On this food and faith pilgrimage, we will walk the land of Jesus and taste the culture through the delicious foods of the Middle East, dining in some of Israel's best restaurants and getting cooking lessons from some of Israel's top chefs. On this pilgrimage, we will grow in faith together around the table of the Eucharist and around the dinner table as we share some of the same foods that Jesus used to eat. For more information and to register, 
go to catholicfoodie.com. Welcome to Around the Table. I'm Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie, here with Monsignor Christopher Nolte, a priest of the Archdiocese of New Orleans, and Dave Dawson, president of Catholic Community Radio. And we have a wonderful spring weekend ahead. This is one of my favorite... Is there such uh, thing as a bad spring weekend, Jeff? I'm just kind of curious. Well, when it's, I mean, when it's uh, pouring down rain and, you know... It's, but it's still weekend. Still don't matter. It's still spring, right. you know. It's yeah, not but, like But weekends summer. are work for you, so, you know. <laughs> oh, that's what I love, though. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I do what I love. That's right. He's, That's right. It's not just a job, right? That's right. It's, it's, life. it's what you do. It's who you are. And it's the weekend, so really you can't go wrong there, too. But, man, there's that is. always something going on in New Orleans. Especially, you know, we had, I think it was the, the French Quarter Fest is typically the one that, that kicks off festival season right. in, in New Orleans. And this particular weekend, this is Memorial Day weekend, and this particular weekend is something I look forward to every year because we have the Greek Fest this and that's, weekend. And it's, you know what, you could you have a better fest for our show, right? Our show is about faith, family, and food. And mm-hmm. here at the Greek Fest, it's all in the same place, right? That's right. It's, uh, it's, it's so many wonderful Greek families gathered around their church and serving some phenomenal food. That's right. And, you know, the last several, I mean, we've been doing the Greek Fest. We've been going since before my wife and I got married. We've been married for 15, going on 16 years. And my children volunteer. They help over there. Now, you have to understand that, I mean, I'm, I'm Roman Catholic. I'm not, I'm not Greek. Uh, but my wife is of Lebanese descent. Her family is oh, Lebanese. And so we have, we share a lot of the same foods. We share a lot of the same music, uh, dances. Are, the, the dancing is very similar. Mm. And so for us, it's almost like a family reunion, even though these are families that we don't necessarily know personally. Well, we know a lot, know some of them now over, over the years. But my kids look forward to this. They go and they help out and they work. And, and volunteer. And so today we have uh, Jenny Zeisis, uh, who is there with the Holy Trinity uh, Greek uh, Orthodox Cathedral here in New Orleans and, and is one of the person, uh, people who is um, organizing and putting together Greek Fest here to talk with us. So, Jenny, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on your air. It is a pleasure. And, you know, this year, and we're going to talk about uh, the different things that are available this year at, at uh, Greek Fest, but I, I know that this year you are celebrating something special. Yes, we are. Um, last year we celebrated the 40th anniversary of the Greek festival, and this year we're celebrating 150 years of Greek orthodoxy in the United States of America, north and south, and was established here in New Orleans in 1864. And it really is. It really is something special. That's something I don't think a lot of people know, is that um, the church here, you may have bigger seas in, in, in other cities, but, but that the Greek Orthodox Church in America started here in New Orleans. Yes, right? Exactly. Um, I'm originally from Yeah. So, um, like I was saying, I'm originally from Cleveland, Ohio. My late husband was from Boston, Massachusetts. When we came to New Orleans, married, we were so surprised that the first Greek church was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. considering it is not a big Greek community here. Right. And it was like, wow, I guess a lot of things New Orleans should be very proud of historically. And who would have thought the Greeks would have been here, too? Yeah. But, yeah, we are celebrating. 
celebrating 150 years um, wow. here in New Orleans in America. We are having a big weekend, the weekend of the uh, uh, 10th, 11th, and 12th of this year, where we're having our archbishop, uh, a lot of our clergy from all over the United States are coming. Uh, we're having a big dedication. So we're, that's a big weekend for us celebrating. And you know church. something else that happens, and I'm, you probably know about this, Jenny, is that it's also the 50th year since um, the Ecumenical Patriarch and Pope Paul VI yeah. met in Jerusalem. And on the same weekend this year, um, the, the Ecumenical Patriarch Bartholomew and Pope Francis will meet in Jerusalem on that oh, weekend. Oh, wow. No, I was yeah. not aware of that This yet. was oh, just wonderful. announced uh, a couple of months ago, and okay. there's a delegation from New Orleans that are going. And oh, uh, the, uh, the Holy Father, um, Pope Francis, and the Ecumenical Patriarch Bartholomew um, yes. are meeting. They're going to pray in the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. They're going to oh. pray at the Garden of Gethsemane. And, uh, and it's, just, it's just thrilling. It's a, Isn't it's a, that wonderful? It's a big deal. Isn't big deal. That wonderful. You know, well, we all were one. That's right. In the beginning. <laughs> and and you know the truth is is there's so many splits in Christianity today and and people over people get so hung up on the language between the east and the west but we the the the, the Catholic Church and the Orthodox Church we're the two that are the closest. We still have the sacraments, the hierarchy, um, the liturgies that the Greeks do. They're, in fact, they're closer to the original because they still haven't changed the languages. We've, right. we've, we had to, you know, we changed as the Roman Empire moved and uh, moved more into Latin. And then now we, we have masses set in other languages, although we still, Latin is the formative language. But, you know, the, the Greek church uses the mass of St. John Chrysostom, you know, yeah. from the fourth century. And, yeah. uh, and so we, um, it, it'd be a lot. It's a lot easier for us as as Catholics to talk to our Greek brothers than than many areas where the church you know, teachings have been changed. You know, um, morality has been redefined, and uh, and and the priesthood has been redefined. And so um, we we still are, are probably closer to our, our Greek brothers. And and I think that the Patriarch of Constantinople still thinks the same way. I met him uh, back in 1998, and he sees himself. As the um, as the successor of Andrew, as the Pope is the successor of Peter, and as I we left, he said, "Please convey my fraternal greetings to my brother Peter in Rome." And uh, so I was it was beautiful. So yeah, that's great. So I said, "What what better way to for our show, which like I said, focuses on faith, family, and food, right. to to, in, to to have an introduction where we really remark about the beauty of our faith, you know, right, a, a exactly. two thousand year old faith." Exactly, um, exactly. So now let's move on to food. Okay. Well, yes, we're gonna, <laughs> we can we can move on to to food. I mean, I know that uh, you know for the Greek fest, and the Greek fest is going to be. Let's make sure we say when and where. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's on the corner of Robert E. Lee and St. Bernard, mm-hmm. uh, 1200 uh, St. Bernard, and uh, we are um, May 23rd, 24th, 25th. Okay. It's Friday evening we open, which is the 23rd, we open at 5 o'clock, we close at 11, and then Saturday we're open from 11 to 11, and then Sunday we're open from 11 to Nine. Wonderful, and, and I those are the exact days that the that the, the the Pope and the Patriarch are going to be in Jerusalem. No coincidence. Uh, they have their meeting. They they have their big meeting with their entourages on Monday. But but they'll oh be both gosh. be in Jerusalem during that time. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. that is. Yeah, we'll have I, to. I need to tell that to our community. Oh yeah, they, well, they uh, might. No, I'm not sure, but it's yeah, a, it'll a make the festival time. all the better. 
Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, especially since we're celebrating 150 years. Well, all the better, That's right? Right. right. Yeah. Right. yeah. But um, so so you you have been here, so you know the Greek food, very mm-hmm. uh, Mediterranean, which is wow, hasn't that caught on in the last right. few years here? So we have the traditional food. We have the the lamb roasting on the spits, the whole lamb, mm. and then we have our gyros. Mm-hmm. Gyros, which everyone right. says, which yeah. is like the hamburger of Greece. Mm, right. And then we have the souvlaki, which is like the shish kebab and the pork and the chicken. And a couple years ago, we started the goat burger, uh, which is a hamburger using the goat meat, which mm. is very low in cholesterol, wow. very lean, and which in Greece they do eat a lot of goat, and uh, that has become very popular. My goodness, yes. yes. Very now, popular. Now what kind of what kind of a sauce do they put on that? Do they put the yogurt sauce on yep, that? Yeah, they put yeah. the tzatziki, which is the yogurt, cucumber, dill sauce, mm-hmm. a little bit of garlic in it. Sounds really good. Either on or off, the same that you can get on your uh, yida. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have the baklava sundae, mm-hmm. which is <laughs> a, such a favorite. Yep. I mean, such a favorite. Um, we have, of course, all of our pastries inside, over 30 different varieties of home-cooked, home-baked pastries. The ladies start in January, every Tuesday and Wednesday, and they make everything. We freeze it, and then we bake it like about uh, 10 days before the festival. Wow. My goodness. We're very fortunate to have that, to be able to still do that in our community. Well, uh, and 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 I, I tell you what, uh, I do know that if you're in the area, all you have to do is just roll down your window and smell the garlic, and then head in that direction, right? right? In that direction. So. Yeah, well, you know how good garlic is for you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> now, is it all uh, cooked by the uh, by the parishioners of the church there? The, yeah, the majority of it is. Like I said to you uh, today, actually, they're here. We just had uh, an, a delivery of 150 whole lambs. And they're actually cutting them now in the kitchen. Oh, wow. Uh, they're going to be marinated and put back in the refrigerator to get all that good seasoning on them. And then just a day or two, they're going to start with slow roasting them and then finish them off that weekend. So, uh, yeah, they've, everything we do in-house, which a few items we have to order from some of our Greek suppliers in Chicago and New York that we don't really get here in New Orleans, but... Yeah, we have a nice little uh, group of about 30 volunteers, senior citizens, that um, help bake and make most of the food items, yes. All right. Well, that is fantastic. Jenny, thank you so much for uh, for joining us, and I You're will so see you. I will certainly be there this weekend. Please look for me. I would like, yeah, please look for me. Please I will do that. I will come um, and give you a big hug. Thank you so much, fellas. Thanks right. for being on with us, Jenny. Bye-bye. 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 Well, that was awesome. We'll yes. uh, we'll talk more about uh, maybe Greek Lebanese uh, food uh, when we get back from the break. Hi, this is Jeff Young, producer and host of the Catholic Foodie Podcast and co-host of the Around the Table Food Show. I want to invite you to join me each week as I discuss food, faith, and family. From food in the Bible to delicious recipes that you can prepare any night of the week, from on-location restaurant reviews and in-depth conversations with local chefs to interviews with cookbook authors and more, you will find inspiration and encouragement to get into the kitchen and to gather with your family as often as possible around the table. You'll find all this and more at catholicfoodie.com, where food meets faith. Welcome back to Around the Table. This was, I'm telling you folks, this was, uh, it was great having Jenny on to talk about the Greek Fest. And uh, I'm not exaggerating, we have been going, my family and I, for years. And 
Uh, matter of fact, a couple years ago, I had the the pleasure. It was, it was like being at a candy store for me with those the, the lambs, the whole lambs on the spit. Mm. How, how many uh, do they do? I imagine 150 that whole, over the weekend. 150. 150. Can you imagine the, how that smells. Oh, oh, it's incredible. Oh, yeah. now, it was, and they're really all neat. marinated with garlic and oh, rosemary just, and stuff. But yeah. you know what? Yeah. It's so simple, though. I mean, it really is. The seasonings, everything that's on it, it's very, very simple. And once they are roasted, uh, they take them off, and they, they, they have, I mean, like an industrial saw. Mm-hmm. That The way that they cut these things, and they sell it by the pound. I think it's like, I don't know, twelve nine out a pound, forty nine out a pound, something that's like that. That's so not much at it. all. I mean, you, no, can't buy, you can hardly buy uh, raw lamb for that. But really? you get you get that. They give you that along with some uh, homemade pita. All the pita that they have there over the weekend is homemade. Wow. Matter of fact, I have chef friends on the North Shore We're going who, just no, that. no, they, they give me money every year to go buy them a bunch of stuff and bring it back to them because wow. <laughs> they know that I'll be there all three days. You know? <laughs> so, uh, so I make trips for people. So, okay, if I, if I go up and I want one of these lambs, you're not going to get the whole lamb. You're going to get a, a chunk. No, you get a pa- you buy it by the pound. How do you know what to get? Don't you have certain parts of the lamb that are going to be better than you're others? You're right or? about that. Well, the thing is, is that, well, I don't know how they, they – when they cut it, they cut it and it goes into a big – Container and okay. they serve from there, so you're getting yeah. a mix Just of potluck, things. and you you're getting something that's that's cooked all the way through. So you're not right. getting you know, lamb loins that are medium rare. You're getting the whole thing's been cooked at the same temperature, so it's all cooked meat. You right. know, it's not. Right. You know, you could take parts of the lamb, like the chops of the loins, and you can do them like medium rare. But this thing, the whole thing, and so you're going to have. You're right. You're going to get some pieces because they always bring me. I have a friend who does a lamb every year for Orthodox Easter, and he mm. always brings me parts, and you don't know what it is, but it's all good. It's all oh, good. It's all okay. Good. It's all good. Yeah. 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 Wow. And uh, another big, big favorite, I think, of, of most people are the, the pastries yeah. because they have they make these things. I mean, it's like yeah. thousands and thousands and thousands. About? It's not just baklava. They've got all kinds of, of pastries. And there's some that I don't even know the names of. Right. But I know that I remember them. I was like, that's my favorite. And I can't – I don't know the name, but <laughs> that's the one I'm looking do for. Do they have like uh, names on there so you can at least point to on some of the e-cock you know? Right, the... right. I think, I think so. Matter of fact, the one that I like a lot is very similar to this, thing, this kanafa – a kanafe that I had in in Israel, and it has like a shredded filo dough on top. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 just a very unique look to it. On top of what? On top of whatever it is. It's just is pistachios it? and goodness. Oh. It's just well, it's sweet just, I mean, goodness. sugar and you know? honey and nuts and uh, just dates. Yum. and Okay, so it's not like a custard... Type no, no, no. It's kind okay. of. I mean, you know, baklava is also. It's it's the filo dough, and it's yeah. it's this. Uh, it's pistachios, and mm-hmm. it's just honey, so honey, and honny. You know, and, and and usually some honey, honey in it. Real sticky, you know. Real oh, sticky it drips. And, the best stuff when you pick it up, it drips. Yeah, the honey comes. But the, the thing is, is that you can get boxes of these pastries to go. So if wow. you've been at the the fest all day and you're ready to go home, you can walk in. I, can't, I have no idea how much it is for a box, but you get to pick and choose whatever you want. They have mm-hmm. ladies who are working behind the counter, and there's, a, I mean, tables and tables and tables full of pastries, and you just walk down and say, I want, you know, two of these, four of those, right. six of these, or whatever, and then you pay for, you get a certain amount per box, and you pay for that at the end. Yeah. And you can, st- I, mean, I know people who get that and stick it in their freezer, and they'll just keep I, those I things for months, you know? This is sort of like, Monsignor Nalti, you were talking about this, about the Food Fest. I mean, not the Food Fest, the uh, the Jazz Fest. Right. And you're talking about, I guess you'd want to do a, a survey of everything yeah. before you decide. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, that's uh, it. Suddenly well, you're full you, in. You know, at Jazz Fest, you can go get the little program. We were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. Get the program and uh, and look at what you what looks good. Yeah. The thing that I think, you know, we always need to remember with this with this Greek Fest that sets it apart from, from um, you know, from the – French Quarter Fest or from the uh, from the the Jazz Fest is this is a church festival you know yeah. this is more more along.
along like I'd say it's much more similar to what we do at St. Stephen's on on uh, the Feast of St. Joseph. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a deep religious thing behind this. These are all this is done at a church by the first Greek Orthodox Church in America That's celebrating their 150th. Now, the Greek Orthodox Church is is the original church, you know, goes back to Constantinople when the sure. patriarch of Constantinople, really, who sees himself, he's still there. He's meeting with the Pope that same weekend right. as the successor of St. Of Saint Andrew, as the Pope is the successor of Peter. And these are these Greek families who came from a common culture, and then they share that culture, but it's in the context of their church. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. on St. Stephen's Day, you can come and get all these, you could just call it a Saint uh, a, a Sicilian fest, you know, mm-hmm. maybe if you wanted to, because sure. all the immigrants, I mean, not all the immigrants, but the majority of the immigrants um, of Italian descent who came to New Orleans from, 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 from Sicily. Sicily had a great devotion to St. Joseph right. because of the famine, mm-hmm. and they they just definitely dedicate it to the saint but but this is the same thing going on there in a different context but it's 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 greek orthodox you know believers who gather at their church and feed you and yeah. so oh, yeah. I, like i said i don't think you could have two better fests yeah. in the city that that like fit into the parameters of our show than saint joseph day and and the greek fest and what i mean I mean the timing, like you said, when the Pope is going to be. Yeah, it's 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 funny that Jenny didn't know. I'm sure she'll she'll hear about it, and maybe because yeah. it's a little, you know, it's not something maybe America really pays as much attention to. Theologians pay a lot of attention to it. Vatican yeah. watchers pay a lot of attention to it. The idea that on the same weekend that the Pope and the the Ecumenical Patriarch Bartholomew, um, who who I met, actually I, I didn't tell you the story when I was in on a pilgrimage in Istanbul on our way. To to go to the, the places of the first councils of the church, right, to Nicaea, okay. to Ephesus, we were able to have an audience with the um, Greek patriarch and um, and and holy, wonderful, I mean, it's like meeting the Pope. It's a holy, wonderful man. And as we're waiting to be brought in, his deacon was there talking to us. Now, he's on total Greek Orthodox garb, you right. know, and, and I detect kind of a strange accent from him. And I said, well, you know, where are you from? And he goes, New Orleans. Like, you're from New Orleans, really? And I said, the Greek church on Bay St. John? He goes, yeah. I said, oh, my gosh. I said, I'm from, you know, from New Orleans, too. And we're here. The two of us are in yeah. Istanbul, in okay? Or oh, wow. The old old name of the city was Constantinople, founded right. by Constantine. Um, but they are at, you know, the crossways of where St. Paul, you know, went uh, during his travels, where the ecumenical councils took place. I mean, the council where we got the Nicene Creed is Nicaea, mm-hmm. not far away from Constantinople. Um, and, and here's two New Orleans. Boys sitting there, you know, yeah. talking about Mardi Gras, uh, and then we meet the patriarch, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Constantinople. You know, and, uh, it was uh, it was funny. So it's 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 a real it's a really amazing thing that the Greek fest is going on at the same time while the while the the, the, the east and the west, you know, they sometimes call the two lungs of the, church, of the church. You know, yeah. uh, the breathe the, the spirit of the truth, and you know, so many of the saints we honor and Catholic Mass are Greek saints. You yeah. know, I mean, right. uh, Saint yeah. John Damascene, Saint John Chrysostom. I mean, they're all Easterners, and uh, and. And, and and so coming together uh, as as we come together in New Orleans to celebrate all of our different cultures, right? The Italians and the, the French and the Irish and the Spanish, and then, and then you've got the Greeks uh, there, the, the you know over in Rome at the I mean Jerusalem at the same time where Jesus walked the two patriarchs, the the, the two lungs of the church are meeting and praying together, really yeah. at the at Peter's at Jesus. Do have that going on at the same time? If they make it, I, I'm sure the folks at the festival aware. I mean. 
That would be huge. Uh, you know, they may have been so busy cooking that they hadn't had time to check the Vatican News line. <laughs> you know, so. yeah. <laughs> I'm a priest. I just check the Vatican News services probably a lot more than they do to find yeah. out where the Pope's going. But uh, I'm sure that, you know, as the it, weekend prevails, it, it, oh, it'll, huh? it's going to be when, when it happens, it'll be yeah. a nightly news. It'll be on the front oh, page. Sure, but, sure. But, sure. but, you know, that it's not always that the secular news covers all the holy events. You know, if something big like these canonizations they would cover or, or of course, when the Pope is elected, they'll cover. Right, but, right. you know, they may just see this as a immediate between a couple of religious yeah. people as opposed to the significance of, you know, these the, – the two heads of the, the – the, symbolically at least that, well, that we know the head of the Catholic Church, but symbolically the head of the, the Orthodox Church uh, coming together to pray at, at where, where it all began, you know, in, in Jerusalem. Well, it's funny because I've, I've for years joked that um – you know, my attendance at, at all three days of Greek Fest was actually like an ecumenical outreach. Exactly. You know, uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I guess it was. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's amazing because having uh, – I have been blessed with the experience of um, attending many uh, – several different rites, actually, liturgical rites of the, of the church, uh, the, the Maronite, the Melkite, the Byzantine, right. Right. Uh, all Catholic rites, but they're Eastern rites. Right. And in the the beauty of the different liturgies, I have been able to take part in that, and and just have been in awe. And so, when you go to the Greek fast, other wonderful thing, and this part of what you were mentioning earlier, that this is their parish, right? They're, right. they're the, the, the faithful of that community inviting people in, and they also invite people into the church for vespers. They invite them into the church for a tour. They have like a, a because of the beautiful iconostasis. And oh, the, sure. All the icons and, and the, hmm. the just the, the the beauty inside of that that church, and they take you on. And a tour. Usually, you and would have know. to go to another country to see something sure. like that. You'd yeah. have to go into into Russia or Greece or Turkey to, to see something like that. And here it is; it's a gem here in New Orleans. Yeah. That's what New Orleans is all about. Yeah. That's what I keep bringing up. The 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 churches here right. are so yep. rich and steeped in history, and it, it's interesting because. Is the Greek Orthodox Church in New Orleans, right? Right. And so they they know that a lot of the people who are coming to the Greek fest are Catholic. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so they take that into consideration when you come into the church and you go on that tour to, to be uh, – they, they explain, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they explain the different things that are that are going on. And they understand because they, they live here. They understand where we're coming from too. Right. You know? So right. very neat. To okay, it is ecumenical. Uh, definitely ecumenical yeah, outreach. Yeah. I don't think you have to be ashamed of calling it that. I think yeah, it's beautiful. I thought it was a joke. I just got oh, a joke. No, oh, I think yeah, it's beautiful. I can't wait to go. <laughs> you know? I can't wait to go. I, I need mean, to maybe just... give a personal invitation to the pastor to come to St. Stephen's next year. You know, yeah. eat some of that Sicilian food. Hey, there you and go. The, the music too is just fantastic. They always have well, a band that comes you, in. You, they you, have a Greek band that come in, and they. And they do the, you know, like the Zorba's dance, you right. know, yeah. and those types of, of Greek dances. The music is just, I don't really dance very well, you know. It's um, funny. I wouldn't have thought that about you, Jeff. <laughs> I, I could just see you doing like a Russian jig, you know. I can, uh, I can do this, the moonwalk, right? The, you I can do, do that. Yeah, that's real Greek. Uh, but yeah. that's about it. <laughs> and But my, my wife loves to dance. My kids love to dance. And so they're all out there dancing. And really? Doing, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's so just, it's a lot of fun. You got the food. Mm-hmm. Right, and then you got the music and everything. Is there anything else, or is it pretty much just food and music? I mean, it's well, enough for me. Lots of people. I mean, yeah, just yeah. lots of people. Lots of fun. Okay, uh, they have. I mean, it, you know, as far as like libations, they have libations also. They they have ouzo is the one of the popular drinks uh, liqueur from uh, from Greece, very similar to the Iraq, which we mm-hmm. have from Lebanon and from the Middle East. And, uh, and very like, similar to Zambuca. And Zambuca yeah, from, right from, from Italy. The that's, right. Right. that's right. You know, there was, a, there was an article about 10 years ago in the Wall Street Journal that um, they said what, what smell, blind smelling, 
did women like the best in the world? And they did this in the whole world. And you know what the smell was? Anise. Oh, you, really? you, you would have yeah. thought it would have been like, you know, Perfume, jasmine or rose. lavender or something like that. It was anise across all cultures. And and huh. isn't it interesting that all around the Mediterranean basement are liquors that smell like anise? anise yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got you got all kinds of them all around there. France has got them and England. Uh-huh. And, and so you go, well, what came first? Yeah. You know, did the men figure this out? Like, did they all like it? And so, you know, if you spill some ouzo on you at night, you know, yeah. it's okay. It's you know, right. yeah. 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 Honey's going to like that yeah. when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> You've just given tips. But they, they also, I'm just uh, saying. I, I just thought it was kind of interesting, you know, because yeah. you don't have many licorice-tasting or smelling uh, liqueurs in America. Now, we do because we brought over Ohan for a while. We've got, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. people have uh, absinthe. Absinthe doesn't really have as much of that. But, you you, you know, we had a few local drinks that used licorice. Yeah. Anisette, right. Yeah. Well, we got anisette when we, when we you know, we couldn't get uh, we couldn't get the absinthe, you know, but so it does the, have a licorice. The Sazerac has yeah, uh, has what swirled anisette, in the well. Yeah. It originally was absinthe, and then they okay. used anisette, which was absinthe, a different recipe that didn't have some of the ingredients that they thought made people crazy. It turned out it, that wasn't a problem. They but, were just drinking too much, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so absinthe yeah. is back, but uh, but you know, in the old world, all around the Mediterranean basement, every single country has a licorice anise flavored liqueur. Huh. You know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, in addition to Uzo, they also have uh, wines. They bring Greek right. wines. Retsina. Ooh, yeah. I can't do that stuff. The Why Retsina. is that? Well, they've got different. It tastes kind of, like pine sol. No, no, they've what? got different yeah. ones, and they they bring it in from this uh, the vineyards that are in Greece. Right. And I know it comes via New York. There's a company in New York, a distributor that brings them here. But these are wines that you can't, you don't really find them in the stores here. Yeah. You know, this is a I just went to when I was out. in Greece. I, the only th- wine that I ever tried was Retsina, and it's, it tastes like pine salt. Mm. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't do it. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe I was unsophisticated palate. I was in my twenties. Maybe I can go look at it now and try it, and maybe I'll yeah. like it. But yeah. uh, it was or maybe uh, you, know, you picked up the wrong bottle. Uh, <laughs> that that could be. I'm still alive, David, so <laughs> okay. I, I couldn't have drank the pine salt. <laughs> and then and then our good friends over at Abita Beer, they also are there too. Oh, so, that's nice. You know, you've that's got nice. uh, a few different choices there uh, for the for the hot weather. But Greece has got some decent beers. They've got some yeah. decent beers over there. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Yeah. All right. So so the the festival is located in what part of town? Well, it's Robert E. Lee. If you go down this canal all the way down, all the then way. you're going to end up hitting Robert E. Lee. Okay. And if you ride along Bayou St. John and you look across the bayou, you, you can't miss it. the church. You're going to see it's it. It's the biggest yeah. thing along there. And uh, and uh, it's gorgeous. got a huge dome over it, a very traditional Greek style. And uh, you're going to also start seeing a lot of people parked along the sides. That's right. And if you roll uh, your window down, you'll hear you'll a lot of people saying, Opa! Hey! And then follow, follow your nose after that, right? That's hey, right. Just uh, be careful. There is parking, I think, uh, just a few, like a, a block or two down. It's like a big parking lot. And it's on. It's a block or two down on Robert E. Lee, and uh, I would encourage people to park there if they can, um, because I've gotten tickets before parking <laughs> on the the street and on the median. Don't it's ever or the the, the neutral. Don't ground. park on the sides. Don't yeah, 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 yeah. They'll get you. I've uh, gotten a ticket get you. Uh, there before. But the smells that yeah. the smell will bring you in. That's yeah, the, the lamb. Of that, lamb. that lamb. Oh, lamb cooking. Oh, yeah. how, many, lamb. how many lambs did you? One hundred and fifty. 150, 150 lambs. lambs, yeah. Okay. Okay. All 151 weekend, so. when I get there. I love that. Yeah. You ever see that Far Side cartoon? It had, uh, it was an old picture. It had a little woman dresses like Little Bo Peep, and she says, you know, late at night when, when nobody was around, Mary would close the shutters and have a little lamb. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, with, with that, uh, we may need to, to go ahead and close the show. Uh, Monsignor, can you give us a blessing, I please? will. The Lord be with you. And, and with, with your, your spirit. spirit. May Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We'll see you next week. This production is affiliated with SQPN, the StarQuest Production Network, leading the way.